0: This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Hugh McGuire. Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman. Book 20. By the Roadside. Boston Ballad, 1854 To get bedtimes in Boston town, I rose this morning early. Here's a good place at the corner. I must stand and see the show. Clear the way there, Jonathan. Way for the President's Marshal. Way for the Government Cannon. Way for the Federal Foot and Dragoons and the apparitions copiously tumbling. I love to look on the stars and stripes. I hope the fifes will play Yankee-doodle, how bright shine the cutlasses of the foremost troops. Every man holds his revolver, marching stiff through Boston town. A fog follows, antiques of the same come limping. Some appear wooden-legged, and some appear bandaged and bloodless. Why, this is indeed a show. It is called the dead out of the earth. The old graveyards of the hills have hurried to see. Phantoms, phantoms countless by flank and rear. Cocked hats and mothy mold, crutches made of mist, arms in slings, old men leaning on young men's shoulders. What troubles you, Yankee phantoms? What is all this chattering of bare gums? Does the ague convulse your limbs? Do you mistake your crutches for firelocks and level them? if you blind your eyes with tears you will not see the president's marshal if you groan such groans you might balk the government cannon for shame old maniacs bring down those tossed arms and let your white hair be here gape your great grandsons their wives gaze at them from the windows see how well dressed see how orderly they conduct themselves worse and worse can't you stand it are you retreating is this hour with the living too dead for you retreat then pell-mell to your graves back back to the hills old limpers I do not think you belong here anyhow but there is one thing that belongs here Shall I tell you what it is, gentlemen of Boston? I will whisper it to the mayor. He shall send a committee to England. They shall get a grant from the Parliament, go with a cart to the royal vault, dig out King George's coffin, unwrap him quick from the grave cloths, box up his bones for a journey, find a swift Yankee clipper, here is freight for you, black-bellied clipper, up with your anchor. Shake out your sails, steer straight toward Boston Bay. Now call for the President's marshal again. Bring out the government cannon. Fetch home with roarers from Congress. Make another procession. Guard it with foot and dragoons this centerpiece for them. Look, all orderly citizens, look from the windows, women. The committee open the box, set up the regal ribs, glue those that will not stay. Clap the skull on top of the ribs, and clap a crown on top of the skull. You have got your revenge, old buster. The crown has come to its own, and more than its own. Stick your hands in your pockets, Jonathan. You are a made man from this day. You are mighty cute. And here is one of your bargains. Europe. The 72nd and 73rd years of these states. Suddenly out of its stale and drowsy lair, the lair of slaves, like lightning, it leapt forth, half-startled at itself, its feet upon the ashes and the rags, its hands tight to the throats of kings. O oh, hope and faith, O oh, aching close of exiled patriots' lives, O oh, many a sickened heart, turn back unto this day and make yourselves afresh, and you, Paid to defile the people, you liars, mark! Not for numberless agonies, murders, lusts, For court thieving in its manifold mean forms, Worming from his simplicity the poor man's wages, For many a promise sworn by royal lips And broken and laughed at in the breaking. Then in their power, not for all these, Did the blows strike revenge. or the heads of the nobles fall, the people scorn the ferocity of kings, but the sweetness of mercy brewed bitter destruction, and the frightened monarchs come back. Each comes in state with his train, hangman, priest, tax gatherer, soldier, lawyer, lord, jailer, and sycophant. Yet behind all, lowering, stealing low, a shape vague as the night, draped interminably, head front and form in scarlet folds, whose face and eyes none may see. Out of its robes only this, the red robes lifted by the arm, one finger crooked, pointed high over the top, like the head of a snake appears. Meanwhile, corpses lie in new-made graves, Bloody corpses of young men, The rope of the gibbet hangs heavily, The bullets of princes are flying, The creatures of powers laugh aloud, And all these things bear fruits, And they are good. Those corpses of young men, Those martyrs that hang from the gibbets, Those hearts pierced by the grey lead, cold and motionless as they seem live elsewhere with unslaughtered vitality they live in other young men o kings they live in brothers again ready to defy you they were purified by death they were taught and exalted not a grave of the murdered for freedom but grows seed for freedom in its turn to bear seed which the winds carry afar and re-sow, and the rains and the snows nourish. Not a disembodied spirit can the weapons of tyrants let loose, but it stalks invisibly over the earth, whispering, counseling, cautioning. Liberty, let others despair of you, I never despair of you. Is the house shut? Is the master away? Nevertheless, be ready. Be not wary of watching. He will soon return. His messengers is coming on. Hand mirror. Hold it up sternly. See this it sends back. Who is it? Is it you? Outside, fair costume within ashes and filth. No more f- flashing eye. No more a sonorous voice or springy step. Now some slave's eye, voice, hand, step A drunkard's breath, unwholesome eater's face Vernariali's flesh Lungs rotting away, piecemeal stomach sour and cankerous Joints rheumatic Bowels clogged with abomination Blood circulating dark and poisonous streams Words babble hearing and touch callous No brain, no heart left, no magnetism of sex. Such from one look in this looking-glass, ere you go hence. Such a result, so soon, and from such a beginning. Gods. Lover divine and perfect comrade, waiting content, invisible yet certain. Be thou my God, thou, thou, the ideal man. Fair, able, beautiful, content, and loving, Complete in body, and dilate in spirit, Be thou my God. O death, for life has served its turn, Opener and usher to the heavenly mansion, Be thou my God. Ought, aught of mightiest best I see, Conceive or know, to break the stagnant tie, Thee, thee to free, O soul, Be thou my God. All great ideas, the race's aspirations, All heroism's deeds of rapt enthusiasts, Be ye my gods. Or time and space, Or shape of earth divine and wondrous, Or some fair shape I viewing worship, Or lustrous orb of the sun or star by night, Be ye my gods. Germs, forms, qualities, lives, humanity, language, thoughts. The ones known and the ones unknown, the ones on the stars, the stars themselves, some shaped, others unshaped, wonders as of those countries, the soil, trees, cities, inhabitants, whatever they may be, Splendid suns, the moon and rings, the countless combinations and effects such like and as good as such like visible here or anywhere, stand provided for a handful of space which I extend my arm and half enclose with my hand that containing the start of each and all, the virtue, the germs of all. thoughts of ownership as if one fit to own things could not a pleasure enter upon all and incorporate them into himself or herself a vista suppose some sight in arrière through the formative chaos presuming the growth fullness life now attained on the journey but i see the road continued and the journey ever continued Of what was once lacking on earth, and in due time has become supplied, And of what will yet be supplied, Because all I see and know I believe to have its main purport, In what will yet be supplied. When I Heard the Learned Astronomer When I heard the learned astronomer, When the proofs, the figures, were ranged in columns before me, when I was shown the charts and diagrams to add, divide, and measure them, when I sitting heard the astronomer, where he lectured with much applause in the lecture room, how soon unaccountable I became, tired and sick, till rising and gliding out I wandered off by myself in the mystical moist night air and from time to time looked up perfect. Silence at the Stars perfections, only themselves understand themselves and the like of themselves, as souls only understand souls. O me, O life, O me, O life, of the questions of these recurring, of the endless trains of the faithless, of cities filled with the foolish, of myself forever reproaching myself, For who more foolish than I And who more faithless? Of eyes that vainly crave the light Of the objects mean Of this struggle ever renewed Of the poor results of all Of the plouting and sordid crowds I see around me Of the empty and useless years Of the rest with the rest me Intertwined the question O me so sad recurring What good amid these, O me? O life, answer that you are here, that life exists and identity, that the powerful play goes on and you may contribute a verse to a president. All you are doing and saying is to America, dangled mirages. You have not learned of nature, of the politics of nature. You have not learned the great amplitude, rectitude, impartiality. You have not seen that only such as they are for these states, and that what is less than they must sooner or later lift off from these states. I sit and look out. I sit and look out upon all the sorrows of the world, and upon all oppression and shame. I hear secret convulsive sobs from young men at anguish with themselves, remorseful after deeds done. I see in low life the mother misused by her children, dying, neglected, gaunt, and desperate. I see the wife misused by her husband, I see the treacherous seducer of young woman. I mark the ranklings of jealousy and unrequited love attempted to be hid. I see these sights on the earth. I see the workings of battle, pestilence, tyranny, I see martyrs and prisoners. I observe a famine at sea. I observe the sailors casting lots, who shall be killed to preserve the lives of the rest. I observe the slights and degradations cast by arrogant persons upon laborers, the poor, and upon negroes and the like. All these, all the meanness and agony without end, I sitting look out upon, see, hear, and am silent. To rich givers, what do you give me I cheerfully accept. A little sustenance, a hut and garden, a little money. As I rendezvous with my poems, A traveller's lodging and breakfast A journey through the states, Why should I be ashamed to own such gifts? Why to advertise for them? For I myself am not one who bestows nothing Upon man and woman, For I bestow upon any man or woman The entrance to all the gifts of the universe. The dalliance of the eagles, Skirting the river road, My forenoon walk, my rest, Skyward in air, a sudden muffled sound, the dalliance of the eagles, the rushing amorous contact high in space together, the clinching interlocking claws, a living fierce gyrating wheel, four beating wings, two beaks, a swirling mass, tight grappling, in tumbling, turning, clustering loops, straight downward falling till o'er the river poised the twain yet one a moment's lull. Emotionless, still balance in the air, then parting, talons loosing, upward again on slow, firm, pinions slanting their separate, diverse flight, she hers, he his, pursuing. Roaming in Thought, After Reading Hegel Roaming in thought over the universe, I saw the little that is good steadily hastening towards immortality, and the vast all that is called evil I saw hastening to merge itself and become lost and dead. A Farm Picture Through the ample open door of the peaceful country barn, a sunlit Pasture, field with cattle and horses feeding and haze and vista and the far horizon fading away a child's amaze silent and amazed even when a little boy I remember I heard the preacher every Sunday put God in his statements as contending against some being or influence The runner, on a flat road runs the well-trained runner. He is lean and sinewy with muscular legs. He is thinly closed. He leans forward as he runs with lightly closed fists and arms partially raised. Beautiful women. Women sit or move to and fro, some old, some young. The young are beautiful but the old are more beautiful than the young mother and babe I see the sleeping babe nestling the breast of its mother the sleeping mother and the babe hushed I study them long and long thought of obedience faith adhesiveness As I stand aloof and look, there is to me something profoundly affecting in large masses of men, following the lead of those who do not believe in men. Visored, a mask, a perpetual natural disguiser of herself, concealing her face, concealing her form. Changes and transformations every hour, every moment, falling upon her even when she sleeps. Thought of justice as if could be anything but the same ample law expounded by natural judges and saviors as if it might be this thing or that thing according to decisions gliding or all gliding or all through all through nature time and space as a ship on the waters advancing the voyage of the soul not life alone death many deaths I'll sing Hast never come to thee an hour, Hast never come to thee an hour, A sudden gleam divine, precipitating, Bursting all these bubbles, fashions, wealth, These eager business aims, Books, politics, art, amours, To utter nothingness, Thought of equality as if it harmed me, Giving others the same chances and rights as myself, as if it were not indispensable to my own rights that others possess the same. To old age, I see in you the estuary that enlarges and spreads itself grandly as it pours in the great sea. Locations and times. Locations and times, what is it in me that meets them all, whenever and wherever, and makes me at home? Forms, colors, densities, odors. What is it in me that corresponds with them? Offerings. A thousand perfect women and men appear. Around each gathers a cluster of friends and gay children and youths with offerings. To the states to identify the 16th, 17th, or 18th Presidentiad. Why reclining, interrogating, why myself and all drowsing? What deepening twilight scum floating atop the waters? Who are they as bats and night-dogs askant in the capital? What a filthy president he had! O south, your torrid suns! O north, your arctic freezings! Are those really congressmen? Are those the great judges? Is that the president? Then I will sleep a while yet, for I see that these states sleep for reasons. With gathering murk, with muttering thunder, and lambent shoots we all duly awake, south, north, east, west, inland and seaboard, we will surely wake. End of Book Twenty